0: Hello, and welcome to The Blog You Want in the Time You Have podcast, the show that empowers you to stop making excuses to not blog and realize the potential of content marketing. I'm your host, Scott Winteroth, co-founder of contentacademy.com. I invite you to join me each episode for actionable strategies for elevating your blog to the next level and hear from other content rock stars who will share with you exactly what keeps them on task so you can stop wishing for success and start living to your fullest potential. Ready? Three two, one, publish. All right, hey there, it's Scott Winteroth, and this is The Blog You Want and The Time You Have. Look, I'm really excited to bring you another great episode. This is an interview I had with food and travel blogger and ultimately content rock star Kit Graham of The Kitchen Blog and the Windy City Blogger Collective. Kit is a full-time blogger, and she shares with us some tips and tricks that she has deployed along the way to grow her blog income, and I really appreciate for her for doing that. Kit is also the leader of the Windy City Blogger Collective, and she definitely shares some great tips for getting a blog started. We discuss what platforms she chose and why it's a good idea to maybe rethink your Instagram strategy. Most importantly, she outlined some valuable traits that all serious bloggers should expect to have and do. Uh, I'll give you a little hint. She talks about being scrappy, which I totally agree. All right. So I'm excited to bring that episode to you in a minute, but before we start that, I want to talk about the creative year ever. I want to personally invite you to download my free workbook to help you make 2019 your most creative year ever. Starting right now, I'm offering a free workbook at creativeyearever.com, which is a fantastic exercise for building out the right goals, and making a plan for how you're going to rock out your content in 2019. And if you're in the Chicago area on December 13th, be sure to look up how you can attend the inaugural Creative Year Ever workshop hosted by yours truly at Nextdoor Chicago. This event is going to be fantastic and a great way to collectively build each other up and make 2019 our most creative year ever yet. And hopefully the first of many more creative years to come. Okay, I promise we're going to get into the interview in a second, but before we do that, I need to give a plug to our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Content Academy, the premier school for learning content strategy. Content Academy is offering a 10-week applied content strategy online course taught by a 20-year content strategy pro and coach. Rebecca Stewart helps people like you start and excel an exciting and rewarding career in content strategy with tactics and strategies you need to get into and grow your career in the business. Learn more and definitely check that out at contentacademy.com. All right, here's Kit. All right, well, welcome to the Blog You Want in the Time you Have podcast. I'm Scott Winteroth, your host, as always, and I'm here today with a someone who I've been following for a long time and really excited to have on the show to sort of share some ideas around blogging and, and collaborating, uh, Kit Graham, Kit Graham of the Kitchen blog. So, Kit, welcome to the show, and uh, as always, kind of tell us who you are and tell us a little bit of your backstory.
1: Yeah, hi. Uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, my name is Kit. I write thekitchen.com. It's a food and travel blog that focuses on original recipes and travel stories from places I've been. Um, I've been doing it for seven years now, which seems crazy. And in addition, I also run the Windy City Blogger Collective, which is a network of bloggers based in Chicago.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about like, you know, kind of some concepts in terms of how you create content i know you you mentioned food and travel um is there one that you do more or one that you've been doing longer or how does that is it something have you always done both
1: no originally the site was just recipes it started because my friends wanted my recipes so that's how it grew and over time i started traveling more and more And it's a passion of mine. So I started sharing travel stories. And then once I was able to make the leap into working for myself full time, I started traveling a lot more. Uh, But for about the past three and a half to four years, travel has been a major component and at least 20%, 20, 25% of the content on the website. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you do? I mean, is your blog? I know you, you mentioned you started doing it full time. Is your blog your full time job, or is that something? Yes. Is it? Oh, awesome, awesome. So you're traveling, and and uh, how do you how do you sustain that? How what does that kind of business model look like that for you? If you don't mind sharing a little bit.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there's different streams of revenue that come in through the website, and one of them is ad revenue. So I'm with an ad server called MediaVine, and they're fantastic. They place the ads on my website and then pay me based on the number of people that see those ads. So every day I'm making money from my site and I'm making money from old content and I'm able to update it and optimize it so I can make more money from existing content, which is fantastic. And then in addition to that, I do a lot of sponsored blog posts, sponsored media campaigns, social media campaigns, and um, a tiny bit of freelance work.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Great. So that's that's awesome. Um I, this is sort of a kind of a uh I want to say a kitschy question, but, but it may or may not be funny. But I, I mean, how did you come up? Obviously the name is sort of sort of intertwined with your name. Yeah. You have a kind of a story on how you decided to, what to call your blog, uh seven, um, some years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So my site was actually set up as a birthday present. So my friends came up with it. My husband and my friends came up with a name. And I think that a lot of bloggers have a huge hesitation in starting a site because they don't know what to call it. And that kind of got me over that hurdle. Yeah, and the name, I mean, it makes sense because it's based on my name. And it doesn't necessarily fit the travel content as well as I'd like it to. But at this point, uh, there's really no going back. I'm not gonna change the name.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's It's a personal branding opportunity for you, right? So either way, the content kind of works per se so so yeah well cool so you i know you're a traveler you're doing lots of great content i mean can you tell us a little bit of like sort of what a typical day looks like for you especially when it relates to sort of creating content for your site
1: yeah so i think the easiest way for me to s- describe it is to say i have three types of days i have days where i'm on the road um i just spent the weekend in traverse city michigan And while I was there, I was working with the tourism board and a local hotel, and it's all about doing activities, creating the content uh, in terms of actually going out and experiencing things and taking photos. So I have a lot of days like that in a year, Um, probably about 20 to 30% of my days are days like that. And then there's days where I'm recipe testing, where I'm in the kitchen, I've found that it's easier to do batches of recipe testing, and to do, you know, three to five recipes in a day, make one giant mess, <laughs> and sh- do shoots all at once. Um, and then to have days, the last type of day I have is where days like today. I'm in the office. I'm I'm writing. I'm editing photos, and I'm actually putting the content together.
0: Mm-hmm. So that so batch creation, it seems to be kind of like one of your main sort of. Uh, uh, content creation tick or tricks, if you will, you know in terms of yeah. you know, putting uh, a day's worth of content together that you maybe drip out over a series of, of days, right? Uh, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then obviously, um, you've been doing this for a long time as, as your sort of life has evolved around your blog, it seems have you you know was there a time when your blog your, there was a time, I assume your blog was not necessarily your full- time thing and how did, did you have any sort of productivity tips or management ideas for when you were kind of doing a lot of different things at once?
1: Yeah, uh, so there there were about three and a half years where I was working a nine to five job and trying to get my start off the ground and get it to the point where it could sustain me full time. And, you know, I think that a lot of people get into blogging thinking that they're just gonna be super lucky and, <laughs> and uh, you know, that, that they will just naturally find an audience and will take off and they'll be quitting their jobs in six months. And it really, really rarely happens like that. It takes so much time and research. And a lot of what makes a blog successful isn't the fun things. But in terms of productivity, you know, I'm just somebody that's super organized. I have an editorial calendar that I work work on. So um, for me, the thing that really made the difference was starting to work at least two weeks out. So I'm really being able to put together thoughtful content that's timely, but also, um, you know, of a certain standard of quality that I'm happy with. Uh, So I never feel rushed or like I have to just slap something up on the website. So I think that made a big difference. And, um, you know, just trying to figure out what your goals are. Like if you're a hobby blogger, that's fantastic. Um, You don't need to (laughs) to, to burn yourself out on it. But if you're, you know, really trying to make the leap to turning it into a career, it becomes one of those things where, you know, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So you need to figure out what your goals are and how you want to reach them.
0: Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. I love that. That's great. I mean, without a plan, there's no, there's no future. (laughs) So you got to kind of really look forward to uh, and, and, and focus. I mean, I'm, I'm find myself all the time sort of upset that I'm like not writing content. And, um, you know, sort of beating myself up over it, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's hard because no one's, there's a, you're not, no one's really accountable for that. You know, I'm not really, yeah, kind of, it's hard, you know, so.
1: so and people yeah. think you're crazy. You know, there was a 18 <laughs> month period of time in my life where I was like, I just want to make this happen. Right. Right. And on weekends, that's what I would do. I mean, I wasn't going out as much or at all, or <laughs>
0: Did you um, have to tell your friends why or, or your family why or it was just something? Yeah, like, I mean, the yeah. people
1: thought I was crazy, I think. Yeah. Like, what is this girl doing? Like, she has this website um, and they didn't see or understand where I was going with it. Also, seven years ago, you didn't really hear people blogging full time.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, so I'm really happy that I've been able to make that happen.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: there's definitely a lot of sacrifice that went into it because it is an enormous time commitment.
0: Right. And I'm sure today now, obviously, they see why. Um, because yeah. uh, you, you spent time to do it. So that's amazing. That's awesome. So, a couple things here. Um, obviously, you know, your blog posts are, we've, we sort of mentioned this, they're centered around either cooking or travel. And mm-hmm. some of it's like uh, cooking related content, recipes, and that kind of stuff. I mean, how, like, one, like, what's, how, what's sort of like an ideal post for you? Like, what do you sort of, sort of um, strive to create? And two, like, how do you get distribution? How do you get people to read it? Um, is there any particular tips or tricks that you could recommend that people do, especially if they're looking to do a cooking or food blog or something uh, related to that? So two-part question there, sorry. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so I guess that I would say there's three types of blog posts that I write. Um, there are posts I just want to write, stories I want to tell. A lot of times those are travel stories that are more cultural or deeply personal that I just want to get out there and share. There are posts that I think will do really well on Pinterest and drive traffic through Pinterest. And there are posts that I think will do really well uh, through SEO, through search engine optimization and through Google, and that will drive traffic that way. So that's how I look at it. I try to write all three. And at the end of the day, it's really, it's my website, it's my point of view. Every post I write, I write because I want to write it. If I don't want to do something, I just don't. <laughs> it's the luxury of writing for yourself. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, you know, you find a lot of recipes that I just genuinely love. And I think they'll avoid on the Internet or, or play to a trend that people are going to be looking for or are photographed in a way where I think they do really well on Pinterest. Uh, and then there's a lot of travel stories that I just love sharing. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, you're everywhere. You're on every, like every platform. That's pretty amazing. You create content for all these different platforms. I mean, that's, that, that's one thing that it's like, I know I'm um, I, I, I like trying to somewhat go wide so I can narrow into which platform I really want to f- sort of maybe double down on.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's,
0: yeah. Is that sort of similar to what you're thinking in terms of creating you know, stuff for every platform? So
1: well, on? I think one of my good friends um, gave really good advice. Um, she's somebody I really look up to, uh, Amanda from I Am Baker, who's amazing. And she said she's a different person on each platform. It's like my Facebook audience is older, con- more conservative. And she plays to that on Facebook. On t- Instagram, it's a younger audience. She is so sassy. She is full of sassy. She's like, they're two different people. I play into each platform. The thing that I tell people is that you don't own social media. You don't own Instagram. You don't own Pinterest. They can make massive changes that can hurt your business in an instant. And there's nothing you can do. There's been a lot of Pinterest changes. I've been really lucky that it just shifted things for me. Like I had viral pins that were bringing in, you know, a thousand hits a day, every single day for years. But Things just shifted when they shifted the algorithm. I didn't lose all the traffic. It just went to different places, thank God. I know a lot of people that weren't as lucky. Same with Instagram, like Instagram is a mess. You never know what's going on. Um, it seems to be different every day. Uh, and those things, a lot of those platforms aren't gonna drive traffic. Pinterest does, Instagram doesn't. People. I know people that have half a million followers. No one's swiping up to read the blog post. Uh, it's its own platform. It's its own thing, and I think that that's a way to look at social media, where each platform can, is separate. It's your channel, but it's not the same as the other channels. Um, and not to get lost in that time suck, and to, I've really taken a step back and tried to focus on things that I own, which is my website. And through my website, I make passive income and in ad revenue. And that is such an important realization because. No other platform does that. Mm
0: -hmm. Right, Right. So
1: I've really focused on that because it's just a business strategy for me.
0: I love that. I mean, that's and that's one thing I know, um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about this in a second with you too. A lot of people come to me and they're like, "Oh, I want to do this and this or this and Instagram or YouTube or whatever." And I love I love those platforms, but they're walled gardens and they sort of have their own strategy in themselves. And like you mentioned, they could change quickly. Yeah. Um, so I'm a huge proponent of like the self-hosted WordPress sort of um, growth platform that. Um, Looks like you're kind of, uh, I see you're a Genesis framework user, so it looks like you're a WordPress user. I mean, yeah. would you, it, th- that obviously would likely be something you would recommend, but I know even building a website, for example, with WordPress versus like a Squarespace or a Wix or one of those programs, I mean, is would you sort of feel like that's sort of the same thing as what we're talking about with social media? Kind of leading the question a little bit, but, <laughs> but yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think it's a matter of finding what works for you. I strongly believe WordPress is the only way to go. I've said that for a long time. And I should answer your bit about how people discover my site. Um, I do strongly believe that search engine optimization is so worth it. Like When you get number one rankings on Google, even for things that aren't searched that often, it brings in traffic on a regular basis. Like there are... If you look at my analytics, there are, you know, 20 posts that I'm getting traffic to every single day, and that equals money, (laughs) and it's passive, Um, and traffic is good, passive income is good. Oh, sorry. We have a phone ringing here. We'll ignore that. Um, So I spend a lot of time going in and doing the nerdy search engine optimization work, updating old blog posts, trying to achieve number one rankings on Google. I also spend a lot of time on Pinterest, and Pinterest and Google are my top referrers of traffic, and they deserve the most of my time and attention. There are so many people who spend so much time on Instagram, and it's just, it's not gonna bring the traffic. So I tell that to everyone. In terms of Wix versus Squarespace versus WordPress, WordPress has the most capabilities for bloggers. I think it's faster, it's better, it has way more tools. And I think you're basically missing out if you're on another platform. And I always tell people to start with wordpress.com. So the version that's hosted on WordPress. There's great community there. The reader feature really helped me to find an audience when I was starting out. And then once you're ready to make money, make the switch.
0: Okay. Yeah, it makes I love that. Love it. It's great. Well, cool. So Wow. And I know we sort of hinted about this. Uh, you are sort of a, uh, you, you're the, the person for uh, blogging about uh, food and, and uh, travel for sure. Uh, definitely make, make sure that uh, I'm checking that out some more. But tell us a little bit too about your other project here, Windy City Bloggers. I know you've been doing that for a long, that for a long time as well. And I'd love to sort of learn about that and how um, that helps you and your business and, and everyone who's part of it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot to tell there. Uh, so, Windy City Bloggers started in 2014, and it was at a time where blogging was sort of becoming a thing in Chicago. It was at a point where bloggers were starting to host events, um, You know, people were starting to talk about blogging in Chicago, and there were a few of us in each other, and we just wanted to help create more of a community. And it started because a friend and I were hosting happy hours and we each knew, it's so funny looking back, I think we each knew maybe like 10 bloggers and we're like, let's host a happy hour. And we just sent these invites out and we're like, Hey, we're hosting happy hour for bloggers. Feel free to invite any other bloggers, you know? And that was it. That was how it started. And uh, we were doing it on a monthly basis. All of a sudden I had people I didn't know emailing me asking just to get added to the list for next time. We had sixty people showing up at events and like this is a thing. And so we just gave it some more structure, launched a website, and um, over time I started sending out I started getting emails from all sorts of people, bloggers, PR agencies, local companies, inviting us to events. And so I started sending it out and that evolved into a weekly newsletter. And today we have over five hundred and fifty bloggers.
0: Five hundred and fifty bloggers. That's amazing. Um, the Are other girls ever- that started it with me. They're mostly yeah. Chicago, right? Too. That's great. That's just a, you know. Community. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So community sort of help build accountability for each other and learn from each other. I I take it and and mm-hmm. uh, I think
1: it's yeah a- yeah. So, it, yeah. So at this point, I'm running it on my own, which is great and. Um, I'm publishing a lot of content about how to start a blog. And it's kind of the answer to those million emails I get. That are like, I'd love to meet you to coffee and learn about what you do. And I'm like,
0: pick your brain. Well, right? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Cool day of my if I had coffee with everyone who asked, why don't you just go to this website? And there's a whole blogging 101 session, section that teaches you all the basics and then there's just a lot of information on there. Like there are articles about why WordPress is better than Squarespace and Wix. There's articles about how you should use Pinterest and which tools you should be using and the best plugins for WordPress. Um, It's just, it all lives there.
0: Great. Great. Well, that's, and we still
1: have events and newsletters and stuff like that too.
0: Yeah. I'd love to talk about that offline but, for, but okay. for sure yeah no uh, for sure that's great I'm, I'm really happy that the resources there for people especially people getting started I think that um, you know it's it's so nice to be able to partner up with someone local too when you're doing stuff because when you're learning it's like sometimes it's easier when you're face-to-face but for sure so wow you've got a lot going on you're definitely a mover and a shaker and I love that I mean, what kind of what? I mean, what's in what's in your future? Any any foresight into how things are going to evolve for you in the future? Any any tips you can give to people maybe who are looking to get into it now, today, in twenty uh, was <laughs> uh, versus what it was like seven years ago, kind of thing, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I'd say it's a lot harder now. Um, you know, when I got into this, no one was using Instagram. No one had heard of Instagram. It existed, but it wasn't a thing yet. Um, there was there was no crazy algorithm to deal with on Instagram or on Facebook and Pinterest. There uh, there weren't as many people blogging. It was way easier back then, um, so we could find audiences because there was less competition. Um, and I think that one thing every blogger would say, any full time blogger would say, "Oh my God, if I could start over seven years ago, I would have the biggest blog ever because I would have." Um, known what to do because you know I'm in a career where I had to learn my way as I went you can't go to school and learn how to be a blogger Um, yeah so so I think that it's just a matter of really needing to be kind of scrappy (laughs) just be able to, to focus and learn as much as you can as quickly as you can and you're learning a whole new set of skills from how to take photos to how to write basic code how to write content for Google and SEO, um, how to pitch and find clients. I mean, there's just an entire host of skills that I did not have going into this. Um, And there's a lot more pieces to it. It's not just taking pretty pictures and writing articles. That is a piece of the puzzle. Uh, So I think that's a huge misconception. It's something that somebody needs to be ready for if, if they're just getting into this. Um, right now I'm in a really happy place with everything. I love what I do. I work with clients I love working for. I've created an income that exceeds what I was making when I worked a nine to five job. So um, in the future, I'm just hoping to expand on what I'm doing. Honestly, I'm not somebody that um, really wants to change what I'm doing because I like what I'm doing. I just want to do it in a better way.
0: Cool, that's great. That's great. Awesome. So, wow, you are a wealth of information, and I know uh, I don't want to take everything in this first interview here because I totally hope get to get you again, again on the show in the near future. Uh, but ultimately, um, tell us some ways. Obviously, we've talked about your site and stuff like that, but just give us another recap of how people can find you online and uh, connect with you.
1: Yeah. So I. My name is Kit, so my site is thekitchen.com. It's spelled with two T, so it's the K-I-T-T-C-H-E-N.com. And I have that handle on everything. So you can find me on Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at The Kitchen. My YouTube is different. My YouTube is Kitchen Blog. I don't remember why, but it is. Um, But, yeah. So I'm all over the internet.
0: Thank you so much for being on the blog. You want the time you have podcast. I really appreciate you taking some time to share some of your strategies and some ideas and your story uh, with the community here. So um, we will definitely be, I will definitely be sort of knocking on your door to check in with you in the future to get you back on the show, if that's okay. That and sounds uh, yes, and, um, and I do hope everyone listening will definitely check out, um, the uh your site and as well as the windy city blogger collective of course um i'm not sure if you take people outside of chicago but um, most of the people i well, reach are in chicago anyway so that works so,
1: yeah so. the website's great for anyone who's trying to start blogging and i should mm-hmm. plug that website it's windycitybloggers.com mm-hmm. and in the menu bar you can find the blogging 101 tab which has all the info you would need if you wanted to start your own site
0: All right, that's a wrap for episode number 34 of the Blog You Want and the Time You Have podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the entire show. And if you can, please head on over to your podcatcher service of choice. Maybe it's Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and leave a review for this episode and subscribe. If you have any questions or would like to get in touch, be sure to head on over to theblogyouwant.com and you'll find a way to directly contact me as well as information on how to join our special blog you want in the time you have Facebook community where we share tips and strategies on how to get things done and get it done right. Uh, don't forget the creative year ever promotion is going on so head on over to creativeyearever.com and download my free creative year ever book workbook that you can use to help a, sort of a, as an exercise to help prepare yourself for making 2019 your most creative year ever. And as always be sure to check out contentacademy.com our sponsor for a career building course in learning how to become a content strategist.